Welcome everybody to a podcast called Kinda Creepy. How are you all doing? Great, great, good. How's it going? What oh shit, we're, we're doing this. Wow, you did you did the thing to me this time. Okay, sure, sure. No, I get it. It's fine. <laughs> no, yeah, that's fine. I get it. Just take my thing. It's all good. Yeah, I still love you. Damn, I love you. Never do that again. Come here, baby, mama. Let me whisper in your ear. Ah! Oh God. What are you doing? I don't even know if that's getting picked up. Well, yeah, it's it's something's getting picked up. I can up. see it getting picked up. Tyler, oh my god. <laughs> oh, that one actually got me for some reason. That like just that specific register. This is a wonderful way to start the episode. Uh we're watching awesome ants today, guys. Some awesome ants. Like ants fighting uncles. No. Uh <laughs> awesome ants, it involves ants. Insects. The animal. The insect, the the ant, aunt is a different thing. It sounds like it would be a TMNT impersonator from the 80s. Like when Street Sharks was coming out and all that, uh, Biker Mice from Mars. No, you're, you're right. It Just does. like, on Fox this Saturday, see the premiere of Awesome Ants. Once again, this is yet another one that is not from... Uh, the original 62 or a Goosebump book is from a short story from the Tales to Give You Goosebump series. There has been a lot of those this season, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, we have been getting a lot of them recently. And uh, I'm kind of here for it. A lot of them are pretty good. But this one, this episode came out February 7th, 1998. Uh, directed by... Okay, let me try to get this. Don McCutcheon. McCutcheon? Uh, McCutcheon? McCutcheon? McCutcheon, I choose you! Don McCutcheon. Don McCutcheon, okay. Um, and Neil Shust- Shusterman. We've heard of... we. I, I feel like we've heard Shusterman before, right? Yes. Yes. Written by Neil Shusterman, not directed by. Directed by Don McCutcheon. Don McCutcheon is new, though, and that's probably because uh, Billy Brown and Dan Angel left the show after being... Script disagreement. After, yeah, after a script disagreement. It's very sad, and... Uh, I don't know, man. This was the first episode after they left, wasn't it? Yes, I, I believe it is. Oh, Lord. I was right. So, um, shit. so let's get into this bonkers-ass tiny tale, and we will be right back. Okay. What the fuck? So I thought you liked it. No, how Camp Nightmare kind of threw a little twist at the end. What the piss? This, this one was. uh, I hated this one. Really? I, from start to finish, I hated this one. See, I thought it was really well done, but the story was fucking insane. Kind of batshit, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tyler, you want to start the story off for us? So, starts off, shot from the outside of an ice cream shop. Is it Aunt's ice cream? Is that pretty much what it is? Aunt's Dairy, maybe? I don't remember. I don't know. But, it's outside of, like, an ice cream shop. Uh, It cuts in, and it shows an ant on a countertop. Or just on a surface, you don't know where it's at. Anyway, anyway, Mm -hmm. so then it shows the actual worker... Come over to it like a Scott, like a, a shot aimed 
Like he's overlooking it. Low angle. And, and literally smashes this ant and then continues to like take people's orders and stuff like that. And when. What was the two characters? Um, uh, Dave, Dave and, and Ben. Uh, Dave and Ben. Yes. Yeah, Dave and Ben sit down after they get their ice cream, and when they sit down and they go to take a bite, Ben uh goes to take a bite, and Dave, right? Yes. yes. Okay. I, God, I gotta remember this shit. Dave points out that there's an ant on his his spoon, so obviously. He's like, oh, that's disgusting. And then Dave points out that there's ants all over his, just, Sunday. Just everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And then, obviously... Ben's like, you have them on your ice cream, which looks like the best fucking ice cream, by the way. It looks so cool. Oh, not to mention, Ben just yeets his Sunday glass. Just Just across (laughs) the room, yeah, like, oh, fuck! And then Dave does the same thing about his ice cream cone. And then realize... With the beautiful digital effects, um, there's ants crawling everywhere, all over the place, all over the walls, mm-hmm. the, just everywhere. And so everybody starts freaking out and panicking and running out. And then they point out on the guy that's the working there. He has a bunch of ants all, all over his arm. He's like, like, wait, what are you talking about? He looks down and he goes, oh, no. Like, they and they all know. scream and run out of the... And they're like, ah! And the, yeah. the ant repair, not the ant repair man, but the ant exterminator arrives just in time, Mr. Lance. Uh, and so he shows up, but bef- before you know who he is, a, a just a yeeted ant, <laughs> giant yeeted ant, comes flying out of nowhere and lands on Dave. It's not even a, it, it's like a mascot or whatever for Lance's, uh, car, but it's not even attached, so it just flies off and he goes, I wonder why that keeps flying off. Like, because you don't attach it at all. You just sit it on top and hope for the best. That was attached at one point. It just keeps break. It keeps falling off because it got broken and somehow. Did he say that? Uh, or is that an assumption? I think he mentioned it. I don't remember. Yeah, context close. <laughs> kind of okay. putting it together, you know. Um, So then he's there, obviously. He's like, so I hear you got a problem. Like... How the fuck did you know that? Yeah, like, like nobody ju- called. <laughs> like, we just ran out of the store screaming. No one called you yet. But he's like, show me where the ants are, young children. And so they go in there, obviously, back to the digital art. Mm-hmm. Um, walk in there, and they're just, he's just like, oh, like, looking around at all the ants. And then he goes up to this painting and lifts it up. And what does he do? Does he, like, he smell? Sniffs. Yeah, he, he smells, like, behind that painting. He sniffs. And then he takes this hammer and breaks down the wall. Or just hammers into the wall and it reaches in, right? Or does mm-hmm. he just fall and punch through this fucking wall? And he takes a ball-peen hammer and it's like, yeah! And then just reaches in. And what he pulls out? The queen. Clearly, it didn't look that way. It just looked like a normal ant, It yeah. just looked like a dummy thick ant. It wasn't quite the It wasn't thing. even dummy thing. It just looked like a normal ass ant. With a fat ass. No. Normal ass. No fat ass. Just normal ass ant. How many asses and he crushes it in his hand and monster blood comes out for some fucking reason. Which, it was, it was just green goop. And we were both like, bullshit. There's no fucking way that happened. <laughs> like, come on, man. You didn't have to do that. Like, you didn't have to add the little goo in. Yeah. But... 
So then Ben runs out because he's going to puke. Yeah. Uh, and then Dave. Oh, my God. Sorry, did I get you yawning, too? Yeah, sorry, you sure did. But Dave seems to have taken an interest in ants because he goes home and for $5 orders an ant colony thing, which is like a big box full of dirt taller than he is. In a jar of ants, and he pours the ants in, they're all fake, and it's fake looking, and it's so fucking stupid. And, uh, he looks at the manual and goes, I don't need instructions, and then immediately just starts overfeeding all the ants. Like, this, he's supposed to give them one tiny blue pellet a day that came with the thing, but he starts giving them, like, things off the kitchen counter, like, fucking old hot dogs and shit like that, and filming uh, it. It was Ben that started it, remember, with the earthworm? Oh, yeah, Ben started it with the earthworm. He put your earthworm in, but still, it's not like... Tried to, it's not like uh, fucking Dave stopped him or anything. Yeah. Or even tried. But, so, they fucking start doing that. Next day, um, the ants are everywhere in the kitchen when he wakes up, when Dave wakes up. And so he starts filming it, and his mother's like, what the fuck are you doing? Help me get these ants out of here. And he's like, oh, it's probably best to leave them alone. He goes outside, and the top has been, the top of the cage has been ripped off, basically. Like, of its hinges, and he's like, oh, how'd that happen? Like, as if that's not a, a cause for alarm? <gasps> Excuse me. And he just kind of closes it back, and puts a center block on it. Then what, Michael? Uh, oh, shit. I can't remember. This episode was really... Then he goes stupid. to school, don't he? Like, he has school, and then he kind of comes back. He has, yeah, he has school, and he does a oh, yeah, presentation, he, Yeah, he right? gives the presentation. Lance, who works with ants, comes in and is like, that was fake, because the biggest an ant can get is two inches. Like, why the Those fuck are you here? Those things were three inches, we wouldn't be here. How'd you just wander into the fucking school? Like, how are you here? Why, why are have you, you taken an interest in this small child? Enough to just wander into a school and look at this presentation without being prompted to. How did the school let him in? You're like, uh, we don't have an ant problem. No, I'm here to see a boy. Yeah, really. I need an adult. <laughs> but no, fucking, he goes back. He's like, oh, what is this in the ant farm? It's a full fucking turkey that has been cleaned of all meat. Yeah. He goes inside. He's like, mom, what are we having for dinner? Oh, turkey, sweetie. Well, that's a turkey. Ah. And Michael was like. That's not the dog, right? <laughs> That's not the family dog, which probably don't want to go that dark, but still. Uh, fucking, he somehow bars the damn thing. I don't know where he's getting all the money for this. Yeah. Mom must be loaded getting the good child payments. Uh, shit. What, child support? Sure. And he just bars it across, locks it with uh, two fucking heavy-duty locks. Where he gets that, I have no idea. Me either. But. And then goes to sleep. Yeah. Check. Yes. Real quick. Yeah. We didn't do this for our last couple episodes. What? I love you guys. Oh, I love you too. I love you guys. I tolerate you. Michael, I, I love you. you. I, I love you both of you. Okay. All right, now you can continue. I just realized that. I'm like, oh, I'm sad. <laughs> Something's been missing. Oh, yeah. yeah. The love. The love. Yeah. Where's the love? Um, but yeah. He so goes to sleep. He goes to sleep. And then all of a sudden, he hears a noise. The ants have broken out. Mm -hmm. They're in his room now. Well, the one is. The ants are back in town. No, no. The ants are back in town. Wait, have we already gotten to the part where he hallucinated ants on the cookies? Oh, yeah. He his mom brought him cookies. At one point. And he hallucinated ants on them. Yeah. 
that was just a thing. Yeah. And I don't think he was asleep. He's, like, at his desk, and all of a sudden this ant the size of a rodent just shows up. And he, like, falls over and, like, backs up into a corner. Yeah. And it's slowly creeping towards him, and he finally gets a racket and smashes it. Which isn't yeah. shown, but then he hears eating off to the side, and he finds a huge hole in the wall that's been eaten through. And so he goes looking for his mom and, and, sister. and sister, and they're nowhere to be found. And He runs all through town, gets to Lance's uh, nuclear extermination, whatever it is. Yeah, nuke'em. fucking know. Yeah, nuke'em. <laughs> yeah, ant nuke extermination. Up and Adam! And for some Adam reason, ants. the fucking ant puppet turns to watch him go in. Throwback, bro. Huh? Yeah. Thank you. Anyway, go ahead. The ant puppet outside that will, what well, used to be on Lance's car. No, it was a different one. Him, oh, was it a different Lance's one? Lance's car looked different, yeah. Okay. Anyways, fucking ant puppet turns to watch him go in. And he's down there, he's looking for Lance, and all of a sudden the ant starts to try to break through the door. He's like, no! He slams the door. The ant's antenna get caught in the door. Yeah. He looks downstairs, there's a huge fucking ant coming up from the bowels of the earth. Yeah, what it looks like. Turns around, there's the shadow of an ant coming in from where he entered Yeah. down the stairs. And, you know, then the fucking ant from before, that was in the door, mm -hmm. busts through, grabs him in his pincers, should have cut him in half. Really, though, yeah. But, but no, instead he was very delicate. Apparently ants are very gentle creatures. Yes. And then he wakes up. He goes downstairs. He's like, oh, this must have been dream. The hole's gone. Goes downstairs. And he goes to pour himself some cereal. Well, he looks outside first. Yeah. What's outside? The, there's, there's it's what no, isn't outside. Yeah. Oh. There's no hub outside. Oh, there's no hub. Yeah. He goes to pour himself some what he thinks is cereal. It's a bunch of blue pellets. And his sister's like, hey, that's more than I get in a week. You put some of those back. And his mom goes, yeah, you put some of those back. And he's like, what the fuck's going on? He goes oh, it looks like a like a bowl of Vicodin. Yeah, really. He goes, to, looks like. he goes to check the fridge, and it's all just jars and stuff full of blue pills. And he's like, I don't need a boner Viagra. for that long. And Bro. I don't need boners That's that Viagra, long. not Vicodin. Well, Viagra is also a little blue pill. Boners come in a little blue pill. A little blue pill? A little blue pill? <laughs> anyway. No, Michael, you are not Terrence Zudnick. Or do, do you however get, you say his fucking last name. Do you get the reference? Yes. Zydrake comes in a little glass vial. Yeah. It's one of Rebecca's favorite movies. Oh, she needs to watch Devil's Carnival then. Oh, yeah? Yeah, same people. But anyway, so he looks outside. No, he doesn't. What happens next? How does... They, they, they hear they trucks. Hear, uh, yeah, a dumb truck, pretty much. Yeah. And his sister's like, I'll oh, get the shovel! And his mom's like, grab some buckets. Grab some they buckets. go outside, and there are these big piles of blue fucking pills in the street. So many boners. Yes. <laughs> and everyone across the neighborhood is, like, scooping them up, and mm -hmm. Ben is fighting with somebody over a bucket, gets distracted by Dave. He's like, hey, what's going on? And Ben loses the, the battle and goes, oh, hey, I'll, I'll be right back, and go runs after the guy. Dave looks up, and he's surrounded by giant ants in a fucking glass enclosure. Which is surrounding the neighborhood. Uh-huh. Well, Mr. Lance comes by, who looks relatively more tame than he has the rest of the episode. Yeah, yeah earlier he looked like a stereotypical uh, exterminator from the 90s, kind of heavy set, uh, huge fucking glasses, always wearing his jumpsuit. Yeah. Now he looks like a teacher, almost. Yeah. And he comes around, and he's like, I know what you're thinking. If they were just... If we... If Things if things have been just slightly different, we'd be the dominant species. Which is something he said at the beginning in the ice cream shop. Like, if something yeah. was just a little bit different, ants would have been the dominant species. Uh, yeah. And then 
he tell like da David tells him, oh, I had this weird dream where we were, and it was so weird. And then the episode ends. And it was your job to kill them. <laughs> Better not let them hear you say that. Yeah, really. And then the episode <sighs> ends. Go get some food, son. Guys, what the fuck was this episode? I'm telling you, bro. I think Stein watched the old 1940s horror movie, Them. Yeah. What is that movie about? Uh, giant ants. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, it's also a, uh, it's also a mission in Fallout Three. Yeah. Involving giant ants. Huh. Uh huh. Well, shit. I think it's called them. Them. Them or they. They. It's not the crawling thing. The crawling thing. Would you stop fucking repeating him? Would you stop fucking repeating him? God. The crawling thing is uh is never mind. It's it's my it's my penis's nickname. The crawling thing. <laughs> it's the crawling spleen. Oh my god. If you understand what that's from, I love you. Is it from Cat Scratch? No. Oh well. Never mind then. <laughs> I'll tell you when we're done recording. So anyway Guys This wasn't exactly the brightest coin in the collection. I was kinda of really hoping that they would just, you know, keep pulling out. And just be like, oh, the ant is having a dream. Can no. you fucking imagine? It's a kid having a dream. and Or like, you know, they keep pulling the fucking camera out it's where it goes past the ants. And you see, oh, there's a kid watching the fucking shit. Yeah. Just keep on doing that over and over. Just inception that shit. It would have made it a little bit better. Um, did not care for this one. Hell like, no, just I didn't gonna either. up and say that. Some good. I think the acting was decent. Oh. <gasps> At the end, you find out it's just a cat batting a fucking jar with all these different universes off a table. Love it. Love it so much. <laughs> but I thought the acting was decent. I thought the props and shit were decent. And that's about it. Like, I didn't care for the story. I didn't care for how the story was presented. Could he use more slime? Could he use more slime? Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care for the effects they made of the ants climbing up the walls, which were just lines of static image ant, like, Ant mm -hmm. cartoons, and then they just added a wave filter over it. Yeah. It did not look good. Nope. I was like, oh, God. But, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, the bad. Better. Good <laughs> The bad. The bad. Do you guys have any more good to say before we get to the bad of this? Nothing. Because, again, I, do I thought the acting was decent. I, I kind of want to get my hands on the giant ant puppet. Oh? Like, did they make a new one, or did they just take it from Disney? From Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I don't remember. I've never seen Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Really? Nope. What? Never seen it. Huh. Nope. Uh, Discord movie night. Discord movie night, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Um, but I yeah. For it. But anyway, so the bad then is uh, most of this episode. Um, I, again, did not care for the effects. <sighs> did not care for the story, really. That ice cream looked really fucking edible and really good looking but that's and they about fucked it. it up with ants they fucked it up with ants oh man i just i just don't understand we can just make the ice cream yeah but still <laughs> what do you guys have to say on this episode because for me it was just I like i hate it bro it just wasn't <laughs> it just wasn't good like it didn't it doesn't bode well for being the first one that this new guy don 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 dama watches face directs like it just did not care for it the dog. I just... I don't know. And maybe Crutching? it'll get better, because I know... Crutching? I know, I know, like, one of my Crutching. favorite episodes is in season four. 
But I just, I did not care for this one. It just wasn't my thing. And, like, the idea of ants taking over the world or whatever is kind of scary to me. I fucking hate ants. But at the same time, this just wasn't presented very well. No. I just wasn't interested. I felt bored watching it. It felt typical. I just... I thought it was funny. I mean, I can see why you thought that. I just did not... Like, I didn't find any joy watching it. I, I liked seeing the Masked Mutant comic. <laughs> yeah, there was a little nod to the Masked Mutant episode, because the comic is what he was reading at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Michael, do you have anything you want to say about this story specifically? Good, great. <laughs> I, no, no, no. It's interesting that they would explore, like, you know, oh, if what this one thing had changed, something else would be the dominant species. Mm-hmm. Because that is kind of true. Right. Like, if cards had fallen different, we may not be the dominant species. Yeah, I agree with that. So, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. All right. Um, well, there's our the, take, guys. Uh, take that how you will. Probably I'm just avoid explored it better. Probably avoid this episode. But let's get the differences from the story. Uh, in the story, Ben feeds the ants caterpillars instead of hot dogs. In the story, Mr. Lance is a science teacher, while in the episode, he's an exterminator. Which would, it would make sense for him to be in the school if he was a fucking science teacher. I won't, like, it makes no sense to me. And finally, in the story, the ant forces them to eat a gel, which makes them ant-sized, and they become their slaves. That would have made so much sense if, oh my god. In the episode, it turns out Dave lives in a world where ants are the dominant species, and he only dreamed that things were were the other way around. I think the story, from what I've read, the story seems like it makes more sense. Yeah. I probably would have enjoyed it a lot better. Because, yeah, it make, it would have made sense for him to be a science teacher, feeding him... I don't think it matters what he fed them. Like, I don't mind that. But, like, the fact that the ending is, like, they f- they're forced to eat a gel, which makes them all ant size, that's that's a game changer for me. Yeah. It's completely different. Um, trivia. Uh, the comic book that Dave reads previously... Or, yeah, previously appeared in Attack of the Mutant. The actor who played Dave in this episode, uh, Michael Yarmush, also voiced Arthur Reed in the PBS show Arthur. Oh, awesome. That's the second Arthur actor, isn't it? I don't know. I do know that I, like, I even said, like, hey, why does the the lead actor in this look like the main character in Polar Express? Because he kind of did. Um, the giant ant props were, uh, was reused in season four's episode Deep Trouble, so we're gonna get to Deep Trouble and see a lot of references to things we've already seen, apparently. Uh, the naming of the ice cream parlor being Aunt Deb's Ice Cream, okay, you were close, Tyler, is a tribute to Goosebumps producer Deborah Forte. Oh, that's cute. And finally, writer Neil... Shusterman chose to do this episode instead of one based on the thumbprint of doom as he felt he could do more with it. I don't know what the thumbprint of doom is about. Can we look that one up? Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. All right, that's a lot for the plot, but let me read it a bit. Thumbprint of doom. Plot. Uh, Tasha is spending her summer vacation with her best friend, Jeremy. Unfortunately for her, Jeremy's nerdy cousin, Harold, will also be spending the summer with him. While walking down the street, the three of them meet Carla, the new girl in town. Carla is highly superstitious and reluctant to do anything that might bring bad luck. Carla then brings up the thumbprint of doom, her greatest fear. She reveals that if someone casts it on your forehead, something horrible will happen in 24 hours. Tasha and Jeremy find the story absurd, but Carla's superstitions seem to rub off on Harold. As their summer continues, Carla's superstitions keep getting in the way of the fun. In an attempt to cure her, Tasha hatches a plan. She convinces Carla to 
Uh, to accompany her to the fair, Carla is cautious, as the stars aren't right, but Tasha and Jeremy pry. They forcefully drag the terrified Carla to the fair's fortune teller, Madame Wanda. The fortune teller takes a hold of her and begins to panic. Uh, she warns Carla of a terrible future in store for her and gives her the thumbprint of doom. Carla freaks out and runs out of the tent. Jeremy and Tasha follow behind and tell her it was simply a joke. Carla replies that she knows and reveals that she has the power to give the thumbprint of doom. Oh, what the fuck is going on? Carla says that now uh, that they know her secret, she must curse them. She presses her thumb into each of their forehead, and the three run off in terror. Carla laughs, and the fortune teller asks how long it will take before they realize she doesn't possess uh, any true magical powers. Carla hopes they will soon, and thanks Madame Wanda, now revealed to be her mother, for helping her. That's adorable. That's a cute little story. Yeah, that would have been better. Like, I would have loved that. That would have been so great. I get, but I do understand how they thought they could do more with this one. I just wish they hadn't tried. <laughs> like, just stop trying to do more with it. Just take this story, the thumbprint of doom, and get along, little doggy. Like, it's... We need to make that episode. Dude, we need... We can totally make that episode. It'd be so easy to, you know? All we need is a tent. And a couple kids. Yeah. Or people who can who can pass for kids. Shave my face. Yeah. <laughs> Be a fucking tall ass twelve year old. The three of us just shave our faces. We're kids now. All right, guys, let's do it. Ed, Ed, Nettie. <laughs> Dude, could we please cosplay as Ed, Ed, Nettie? But... I would love that. <laughs> I'm a bit too fat. Who cares? You you can be whatever weight and cosplay. You just so many jawbreakers. That's all. Like there's so they many. There's so many characters you can be. Michael would probably be Eddie. <laughs> Michael would probably be Eddie. Well, he is the short you, one. You'd be double D, Tyler, because you wear the uh, the beanie all the time. Oh, fair enough. And I would be. I would have to have a crazy. Ed. Like, I'd be Ed. Yeah. Crazy, unexplained thing that nobody will ever understand under my hat. <laughs> Everyone's like. Just She's a weasel. That's hide... like, cool. It's like... Yeah, cool. <laughs> we I like chickens, it. Eddie. We oh never got to see what was under the hat. Oh my god, guys. Yes. We have four more episodes until the end of the season, and then we have four more episodes until the end of the fourth. We have eight more episodes of this season of our podcast. We have eight more episodes total of us doing Goosebumps for Kind of Creepy. And then we take a six-month hiatus. Oh my god, can you imagine? Jesus. And then we're done no, forever. No, I can't. I'd be sad. <laughs> it's the only time I get to see y'all. Oh. Um, no, and then we're going to start another show. We actually, we might do, I, I think we should do the, the movies. Or maybe do like a special thing for the movies or whatever. The Goosebumps movies? Yeah, the Goosebumps yes. movies. Okay, go ahead and finish up Goosebumps. Yeah. But yeah, shit, we are getting so damn close to the end. Um, but let's get to our horror ranking. Mm. Even let's though get down to business. business. To rate. The fun. Yeah. Alright, but anyway, horror ranking. If you haven't been here before, we rate these by situational scares. If we were put in the shoes of this character, like the main character, how scared would we be on a level of one to five? One being the lowest, which is, you can't scare me. Two being one up, being living dummy teeth chattering. Three in the middle is monster blood curdling. Four is locked in the basement. And five at the very top is stuck in horror land. Guys, probably gonna be a two for me. Like, don't get me wrong. It would be a very, very scary existence for ants coming around and shit and, like, you know, fucking shit up all the time and growing bigger. 
but the fact that it was revealed to be a dream and that this is just life, not very scary. You know what I mean? Yeah, I put it at a three. A three for you? Yeah. All right, cool. The same things. It's just I'm just wanting to one up you. All one. right, cool, cool. Huh? A one. One. All right, two, three, one. Got it. Three, two, one. <clears throat> time for revolution. All right, now it's time to rate this episode again against the other ones that we've seen before and to find out who's what is our favorite episode or top 10 favorites at least okay um guys did you like awesome ants more than the barking ghost yes tyler was the barking ghost the one with the dogs tyler and the pirates okay the pirates if you would have said pirates it would have been okay weird. yeah yeah uh <laughs> tyler hated this episode Dude, i fucking hated this episode what are you going to say? I'd probably say yes. Okay, well then go ahead. Alright. <laughs> Were you going to say no? Oh, fuck yeah. Alright. The blob that ate everyone. No. No. God damn. No, I think... So, thank you awesome fucking Ant, much. Awesome Ant stays right above the Barking Ghost, is second to the bottom. Alright, we're not going through the list. It's at the bottom. Yeah, it's at the very bottom. Alright, good. Alright. The villain ranking. The ants from Awesome Ants. Um, Were they better villains than the Invisible Boy? They didn't kill anybody. From my best friend's invisible. They were misunderstood. Okay, but we have the worms very high up. You know that, right? They look like just giant flopping dicks. No, Tyler. Also, we don't. This isn't. This isn't the giant. This isn't how much these villains look like giant flopping dicks. These are how. Okay, well then put the ants up in front of the worms. That's really high up. (laughs) They didn't really do anything villainous. I mean. They really didn't, though. All the right. worms kept slapping at the kid. Like, hey. Wake up, bitch! <laughs> um, so, better than the Invisible Boy or at the very bottom? What do you think? Neither one of them are actually malicious. Uh, I mean, they're overlords, I guess. But we're insects. I would put this above Invisible Boy and that's it. Okay, I'm cool with that. Michael, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, but only because the Invisible Boy did nothing. Yeah. He just kind of played a prank. Maybe. But again, the ants also do nothing. Mm-hmm. The only reason we see them as villainous is because the They're roles have completely yeah. switched. Right. Alright, well, ants are second to the bottom. And, uh, that's our show, guys. If you enjoyed what you heard, go follow us on social media, which we have been forgetting to plug on Twitter and Facebook. It's just kind of creepy pod. Uh, go check out me and Tyler's band, Call Me Ghost. You can find that on any listening platform and also Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, whatever. Uh, me and Tyler's gaming channel on YouTube, Call Me Gamer, uh, is also on... It's on YouTube, obviously. Go subscribe and hit that bell. And also on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, me and Tyler both stream on Twitch. I am Zombie of Call Me Gamer. That's Z-O-M-B. Capital of, B. It doesn't matter. In the full URL, it's all lowercase. But... So people know when they go to your actual stream that it's zombie, not zomb. Yeah, I've had a couple people call me zomb. Zomb. Yeah, so um, just letting you guys know. Yeah, zomb, on you. zombie of Call Me Gamer, uh, Z-O-M-B of Call Me Gamer, and then Tyler is Bones of Call Me Gamer, B-O-N-E-Z of Call Me Gamer. Yeah, because I'm easy to get along with. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can do that at our coffee. That's ko-fi forward slash Call Me Ghost. That goes for not only the podcast, but also the band and the gaming channel. And you want to lead us out, Michael, this time? Yeah. All right, well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, We'll see you next time. Just remember, 
case you're wondering, stay creepy and boo-bye. Boo-bye. Yeah, you know,